Hello, and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast. In this podcast, we read a chapter of the Bible every weekday. God says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4 4. God is telling us we need His word to live and grow. In this podcast, you'll be able to hear the word of God spoken to you while doing your daily tasks. I'll break down the chapters for you and talk about how we can apply God's word into our lives. With that, let's get right into it. Okay, so today we are reading James chapter 3, and James chapter 3 is about taming the tongue. And you might ask what that means, and it is uh, training your tongue to be able to think of God first and not say those things that are rude or insulting and put people down, but instead lift people up. So we are going to be reading about that, and then tomorrow we will read James chapter 3, the second half, and that is two kinds of wisdom. Okay, let's get right into the reading. James chapter 3, Taming the Tongue Not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man able to keep his whole body in check. When we put bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal, or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rooter wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes a great boast. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man, but no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father. And with it we curse men, who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Okay, so this started out with James saying that not many of you should be teachers because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And I'm not really sure what I consider myself, but I think in some way I am considered a teacher. So this kind of made me a little bit scared a little bit, but not really at the same time, but still a little bit. I I don't know. I think you guys know what I'm saying. But anyway... It makes sense, though, because the more you know about all this stuff means the more you realize what we are doing is wrong and the sin that we live in and how corrupt the world really is. So I'm going to go through and pick out some of the things James says about the tongue and how we can hold our tongue after that. Okay, well, let's go. If we never are at fault in what we say, James says that we are a perfect man who can control his whole body. So, if we control our body and resist temptation, then we will be able to hold our tongue, but we just need to start by doing it all. 
We can't just do one and then expect the other one to happen. We need to work on every single situation and then pull it all together at once. So then he gives an example of putting bits in horses' mouths and a ship that is steered by a very small rooter. It makes sense though. Like you can control the the big object like the horse and the ship with the smallest thing. And that is our tongue and our life. So if we ever are put in a situation where someone is asking us to go somewhere and you know that it's it's somewhere you should not go, it all starts with our tongue and what we say. We can just say no. Like, uh, no, I, I don't want to go. Uh, and just just control your life with your tongue. You don't need to do you don't need to do anything. Just say it. Just say what's on your mind. Just speak it out. The way that you speak yourself is how you perceive yourself. So stick with me here. Really try to pay attention to this. Okay. So try to think of a time where you are wanting to do something because you feel lazy. Please do this. I need you to think of this. Possibly like if you're about to go to the gym and you're like, oh, my legs hurt or you're about to go for a run and you're like, I'm too tired. Or in the morning, like the morning battle, uh, you're just like, man, I need more sleep. Um, okay, try to think of that and record your thoughts. Record yourself saying those things, like physically say them and record yourself. Record yourself saying my legs hurt, I'm too tired, I'm sore, and then listen back to that. And do you really want to be telling yourself all those things? Like, no. Like, don't tell yourself that you're tired. Tell yourself that you're a beast and you can do anything. Tell yourself God has your back and tell yourself God is your strength. There's a power in lifting up God's name and humbling yourself before him. So if you actually say those things physically out loud... It becomes a reality instead of just thoughts. So record those bad thoughts. Say them out loud. Listen to them. And just realize how dumb those thoughts are. Like seriously, you should never be saying those things to yourself. Because if you say positive things to yourself, it's the complete opposite of that. It'll be lifting you up and giving you encouragement. So we all need to be doing that. Okay, well we got a little bit away from the the Bible uh, reading, but it's fine. Um, it, that's just on speaking to yourself and uh, not speaking about others. It's speaking to yourself, which is just as important and probably more important than uh, anything because we control our own bodies with our tongue. So just try looking in a mirror and doing it, speaking to yourself. It's really powerful and it might help with some people. Okay, so James says, it corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. So our tongue corrupts the whole course of our life, and that that course can send us to hell. So we need to be able to control our tongue. And you reap what you sow. So if you talk about someone, what do you expect to happen? Do you expect something good to come out of that? Nothing good will ever come about talking bad about someone. So I think of my mom when she told me, he who holds his tongue is wise. And also, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. I'm going to repeat those because I think they're really good. He who holds his tongue is wise. Also, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. So if someone is talking to you about someone and uh, they're saying like all these things like, oh man, like, haha, like they're 
blah, 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 blah. And it's all these negative things. Just let them go through that little rant of theirs and wait for a time to where you can say something positive and switch the tides and start talking about something encouraging and uplifting about that person, possibly, and just completely change the conversation. But don't do it in a way that it's just sudden and abrupt because then you don't want to make someone upset about uh, just like not listening to them. You want to hear what they have to say because some people just have to let things out. And um, I think we all have experienced something like that before. So let them finish their rant. Once they're done, change the attitude and start to speak life to them. Speak positive thoughts and everything. So I like the verse, and it was verse 7. And this is, All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man. But no man can tame the tongue. It is restless evil, full of deadly poison. So I think it's just cool how we have, it's it's really true. Like We can tame animals, everything, and we just can't control our tongue. That is, it's a whole like mind of its own. It, it takes over our body. So we need to be able to, I guess, it's he says no man. No man can tame the tongue. So that goes for everyone. And whenever I'm I'm saying something to you guys, I'm speaking of myself because I'm just as guilty as you guys because even though I'm saying these things, it's it's helping me be aware of my thoughts, but I still find myself saying bad things and doing bad things. I it's just I I can't even it's my human nature to be like doing that stuff but I I'm trying to and I'm working on it so and I'm seeing those results of me putting in that time and that effort and I'm seeing results from it so that's good so if you guys are really trying just keep going just keep going okay and then he goes on to say that we praise God with our tongue and we also curse man with our tongue at the same time and this is very true because it is very true Yes, I'm just going to end it on that, and um, the takeaway for the day is we need to tame our tongue. Even if we cannot tame it all the way, we need to work on it. So, start watching your mouths, guys. Um, I don't, I didn't mean that to be like insulting, like watch your mouth, but I mean it as just like watch what we're saying, work on it, and we will see the results if we put in the work. Well, thank you for listening, guys, today. I really appreciate all you guys that have been listening. Uh, I hope I'm helping out a little bit with your guys' lives and uh, just giving a little bit of light. So uh, I guess listen tomorrow, listen the day after that, and bye.